All the stuffs. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Did you turn it on just like that? <laughs> I did that to trade. I thought you were going to like <laughs> no, needed no, more warm-up time. and. <laughs> I did this to trade the other day, which you know because you've listened. By the time this is airing, you've listened to my trade. Oh, of course. I know this now. And we were mid-conversation talking about Bill Murray movies. And all of a sudden, I just went straight into that. And he's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, we're <laughs> bro. It has been far too long. We are in the studio. We, we're the same studio, but there's many updates in the studio. Man, I kind of dig it. Did you even know? Like, the, even the bed's different. Did you know? Canopy, that? yep. Yeah. With the, uh, bed. the malaria safety net there. <laughs> um, the LEDs <laughs> in it. I like that. 100% the malaria safety <laughs> net. That is fucking hilarious. Guys, go to my Facebook or Instagram and you'll see the malaria uh, safety net for this. Episode. Yeah, no mosquitoes are getting in here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, Bill Gates. We appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> And he was the reason a lot of that malaria stuff is kind of getting controlled over there somewhat. As Bill Gates spent some money, he uh, he's got it to share. Yeah, I mean, just a dollar. Might as well find something to do with it, I guess. Uh, I know it's been a while since we've recorded. I have about a thousand excuses. Really, what people don't understand, and my my sidekick here, my compadre who's recording with me, can can attest to this is. Even though it's all for fun and it's silly and all that, there is a lot more pressure into podcasting than the listener may realize. Uh, would you agree? Oh, absolutely. I mean, and like, it's ridiculous because it's pressure we put on ourselves. <laughs> That's the problem. But That's the problem. We still feel it. Well, and we were just talking a minute ago when we were hanging out is, now you made it a full year without missing, I think you missed one week, but that was an acceptable week. I missed a lot here and there, but then you kind of got to the point that I'm at now is if I release an episode every Tuesday, a lot of those episodes are going to be half-assed and it's because I feel I owe something. But as a listener, personally, because I'm a big podcast listener, I would rather listen to one episode a month of someone's podcast that's got great content than just listen every week because I feel guilty and... yeah. I'm running out of shit to say. Oh, uh, I, I'm not comparing this to this, but like, uh, you can hardcore history with Dan Carlin. He, you know, he might do two episodes a year and they might be six hours worth of stuff, but it is jam packed full of sure. awesome stuff yep. or, uh, history on fire. That's another one, you know, yeah, you just occasional, but they're super long, super involved. Like I'd rather have, I'd rather worry about putting out good quality content than just, weekly content like who wants to we talked about this too like who wants to listen to us just talk about (laughs) random bullshit for two hours exactly Uh, uh, it's too it's we can do that on our own yeah i have found and i think this may take the take the podcast to another level is i've recently done some research i haven't done it yet i'm about to, to do some practice trial runs but on how to do a podcast via Zoom. I keep saying Skype. I'm like back in 2004. <laughs> uh, Zoom and podcast. Because I've got four, five, six guests that I know are going to record with me. But they don't live in Lubbock. And like I'm not traveling for a free podcast. They're not traveling for a free podcast. But if I can do a Zoom podcast. So I've got some some pretty cool guests that I think I'm going to have on within the next couple months. Don't hold your breath for them. But some y'all know, some you don't. Some you'll be very impressed with their stories and stuff. But 
As always, even though we're not all as active as we once were, LMK Productions is still alive and kicking. That's right. Ty released a great episode about Valentine's Day the other day. Those silk boxers, baby. And I text y'all, I wear my silk boxers about once a month. But what Ty was saying about silk boxers is 100% accurate. Yeah. 100%. They feel just right. Whenever he was, when he was talking about that, when he was like, oh, you got to run to your car or something, I literally out loud went in my car went, lady. Oh, with the breeze and the blowing. I would love to tell you what I'm talking about, but instead, go listen to the Wind Loser Tie, the Valentine's episode. That was a great episode, Ty, as per usual. Um, of course, Mark Youngblow with the Pick 4 Podcast, who just happens to be in the studio right now. Oh, hi, listener. Uh, <coughs> so, I text Mark, uh, today's Friday, I guess it was Wednesday, two days ago, I'm like, hey man. Yeah. Y'all want to come over and hang out? Girls can have drinks. Unfortunately, many couldn't make it. You're like, of course, always. What are we going to talk about? I don't fucking know. We'll figure it out. I do have somewhat of an idea, but not a great idea, but it's going to be there. But I was just like, one, I kind of miss podcasting. Mm -hmm. Two, I missed hanging out with you. I feel like we haven't hung out in a Yeah, we, uh, we hung out for your birthday a few weeks ago, but like we hit a dry spell here. Like... I couldn't remember the last time we hung up before that, though. Even our group text, the LMK with me, you and Ty, group text has gone kind of radio silent. Well, we've all... Like our good little... Like you throw something out there. I think a lot of it's just like, hey, guys, still thinking about you. You know, that's why we text. And that's why I do it. Like, hey, I'm not trying to be a prick, but God dang, man, I've worked more... Yeah, like hours. you're working. Ty's got a new job where he's in and out of town a bunch. Like a real job. Yeah. I've like trying to cut back on just the number of podcasts I'm putting out because I yeah. want to focus on yep. quality and yep. like it's just it's just different now and it it's it's okay. Wait, no one's gone anywhere. So I no. was thinking about this a minute ago, right before you got here, because almost simultaneously, your your podcast starts. I come on there for your excuse me second episode love it ty comes on soon we all do it next thing you know like you turn around instead of there's one podcast we've got three podcasts mm-hmm. right? then we're all blowing and going we're hype we're the, each other's biggest hype man i bet you if we had totals of all of our episodes weekly we're getting four five hundred six hundred listens and then all three of us almost at the same time yeah. quit releasing <laughs> We did not discuss this. It wasn't like we all got together. It was like, all right, guys, here's what I think all right, we listen, should do. Listen, we should guys. just not record anymore. Yeah. We're going to have to, like, let's uh, let's uh, affect the uh, supply chain of podcasts here, reduce demand a little, yeah. or increase demand and reduce happened. supply. It was so funny. Uh, I was thinking about that this, t- this afternoon. Um, like, we should have had a better game plan that we owe to our listeners. But maybe like what we should do is like, so I'm going to release once a month. If that's, you know what it is. So I release on week one. You got your once a month on week two. Ty's got his once a month on week three. And then week four, we do, do it together. That's long, a good idea. Right. And the three of us shoot the shit because I don't care who you are, whether you know all three of us or one of us or two of us. Listening to the three of us is always a blast no matter which platform. Yeah. We've done some great episodes together and like we and I don't even care. We may get zero listens. I'm gonna have fun. We always have fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a good idea. It's just funny that we were all like, Fuck yeah, I got the next six weeks already recorded and now it's like <laughs> I don't have an episode for the next seven weeks. <laughs> and it wasn't discussed That's between you. True story. 
life catches up to you, man, though. But, like, I'm blowing and going. I'm loving my new job. I'm, like, really becoming very confident in ICU-type nursing and learning a shit ton. Uh, Travis Hernandez and, obviously, our boy Trey, who's, like, a podcasting god now as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> <coughs> have a lot lot to do with that. Um, Ty fucking whatever he's doing like everybody we're just doing other stuff but we have not forgot about your listener no listener you're always number one in our hearts and our programs if you have people and i don't mean a lot like i feel like ty's probably had way more but people are reaching out to you like hey man like let's do the podcast uh no at all <laughs> no <laughs> I, at all no Cause I had a few at first and I'm going to say, but like, I like, it doesn't bother me because I can still go back. Like I told you earlier, the last podcast we yeah. recorded was nearly four hours right. and I was sort of embarrassed by it. Yeah. And I thought, well, who wants to listen to this drivel? And it's like the third most listened to episode of got. So my longest podcast I know people are there. They just don't say anything about it. And I, yeah, I made it known too. like, I'm, yeah. cu- I'm cutting way back. So, well, look, Megan, Red camera had, gotten a hold of me a couple different times she's like listen every tuesday is house cleaning day and every tuesday i get through at least an hour to two hours of my house cleaning very easily with you and whoever you have talking bullshit so i'm gonna need some more episodes of my house <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna have the dirtiest yeah. house on the block Corey miller same thing he's like dude how the hell like i can't work at work without you doing this steven's reached out to me he's like Life's a lot easier on Tuesdays whenever I'm getting it. And then it's gotten slower and slower and slower with the messages. I'm like, I can't let people just think I'm giving up. Yeah. But I also, just just for the listener to know, we spent a lot of money on this, and I've seen zero in return. I am not got a kickback on my investment. Uh, yeah. So, True uh, story. There's Like, i got to make money in the real way. I wish I could get paid to do this all day. <laughs> yeah. I'm no Joe Rogan. If, if only it were that easy, right? Yep. So... When I messaged you the other day and I was like, hey, come over. Of course, as always, your answer is like, yeah, for sure. What time? Where are we going to be? I don't really have like a topic topic in mind, but I've been driving to work last couple days, you know, and I like when I go to work, it's still pitch black, not much traffic. Um, And I just think and I think about shit that gets on my GD nerves. Okay. And... Over the last little bit, good lord, you're a genius. Holy shit, Mark just set the ambiance, dude. Wow. I'm just saying, I, I'm experienced in uh, lighting and mood, and Woo. here we are. I'm going to need some pictures of this. Anyways, I just start, like, I'm driving into work, and I think about shit that drives me nuts. It's probably not the way to approach, A, your work day in general. Yeah, going into work, yeah. But I'm going to take it a step further, is when you're... <laughs> When you're dealing with other human beings as like a life-saving measure, you probably... <laughs> and I'm just thinking about this off the cuff. I probably shouldn't be starting my day. I was like, this shit really fucking pisses me so off. So you know what chefs on hide? Hey, patient, I'm your... People. Day. My name is Mike. <laughs> Give me a chicken sandwich and waffle fries. <laughs> Anyways. So I was thinking about things that had just been chapping my hide, okay? We did an episode with you that was so much fun on the Pick 4 platform. Mindy was there. Cassandra was there. JP, Kaylee, and Ty were there. That was a blast episode. Oh, yeah. The pet peeve. I'm, the things I'm about to just list, whatever. I don't think, to me, it's not a pet peeve. Maybe they are. But when I hear pet peeve, I think of this. Like, smacking your food. Some people don't give a shit. 
I will punch you square in the nose <laughs> and not feel bad about it when you smash. That's a pet peeve to me. So the things I'm about to say, and I, I want your opinion when I'm done, is are they pet peeves or just me being a little bitch? But it doesn't matter because me wanting to complain. I don't. I don't know the difference. Like I, I guess I need to know the true definition. Of yeah, pet I don't. Peeve. I think there's a difference in things that annoy people than things that are pet peeves. I really do. Anyways, so I've got my first um, thing, and this is, has a couple subcategories, okay? Okay. So if you will refer back to one of my very, very first podcasts I did, it's within the first 10, I'm almost positive, uh, with Reagan. Okay? okay. I did a social media one. Yep. And it was, I thought it was a great one. It's actually got a lot more listens than I thought it was going to get. Um based essentially what it was kind of cool because it was based off of my generation which social media was not a thing until we're a lot older versus our children's generation who will never ever ever know a society that doesn't have social media yeah you know just different looks on it so if anyways refer back to that one that was actually a pretty cool two different viewpoints okay and i made it very clear that i hate facebook but i had to have facebook that's why i created my facebook was to promote this podcast Mm -hmm. but i catch myself now fucking scrolling 24 7 and I hate myself for doing that, okay? Let me tell you the number one thing on Facebook today that drives me more insane than anything on social media in general, okay? You ready? Give it to me. People will, like, ask for recommendations for something, right? Okay, which that doesn't bother me. Like, hey, you know, um, we're trying to look for a good daycare for our three-year-old. What you should end with is, what do y'all recommend? Okay, what I swear to God, when I see this one day, and someone's gonna catch me in a bad mood when they do this one, and go exclamation point. That makes me <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> Dude, I can't stand the and go. Uh, why? Okay, I'm gonna hear you out in there and go. Okay, maybe I can kind of see where you're coming from. Okay. Okay. First of all, it's stupid and childish, but whatever. Hear me out. Have you ever seen somebody who wanted a recommendation on Facebook, okay? And they just ended with like, hey, do y'all or you know, you know, what's your favorite fast food restaurant in Wolfworth? Question mark. And then they left it. And have you ever looked at that and thought, well fuck, like I want to say it's Brahms, but I can't because the person requesting this has not given me the permission to say go and <laughs> give me my answer. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of petty. <laughs> I can't breathe. I'm thinking, I know it's stupid, man. At least you can acknowledge it, though. So <laughs> Sometimes you reach those things in your life that it doesn't matter the rationale for it. If it bothers yes. you, it's like it's peak bothering. You're correct, yes. And, and it come, it gets worse as you get older. Sad yeah, news. Yeah, there's a guy, and he doesn't listen to my podcast. And if he does, it'd be funny. Like, shout out to you. His name's Jamie Salinas. I used to work with him at uh, Covenant a long, long time ago. Super nice guy. But he's the king of the and go. And it's never and go. It's and go. Yeah. Exclamation point. And, like, every time I see it, like, I can't comment. Like, even if I have the best suggestion, I refuse refuse to let you know. But one of these days. Okay, may I? Please. Okay, I think from a poster's point of view, okay. 
Please. I, I, I want to know that. It's one. like, okay, it, it, <laughs> this is just how, like, if I were to, to type that and post it, this is what I would be thinking. Yeah. I would be thinking, okay, this is going to be like a race, and I want it rapid fire, and I want lots of answers, boom, boom, boom. So I'm sort of setting the tone almost like a race. Ready, set, and go. I get that. Okay, but let me, I just found a flaw in your thinking. Okay. So you're telling me that because you want answers right away, but the way that the the social media platform is, is answers right away. Okay, because you're not going to read a post that someone's asking for suggestions. I promise you you're not. Wait two days and then like, oh shit, I remember this person asked. Oh gosh, she said ready, go. And I didn't answer. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I'm DQ'd. I'm still in the starting blocks of best yeah. fast food restaurants. Damn it. And go is implied the moment that that person hit post. It's unnecessary. I don't dis- Yeah, I don't, I, I don't disagree. I but... don't need it and quit posting that shit. <laughs> it's so stupid. I know it's so stupid. Someone posted the other day. is like, thinking about getting a Nespresso. What are y'all's reviews? And go. That one drove me nuts too. So if even even on that one, okay, so I'm gonna give a little bit deeper in those. If this person took out the and go, okay, mm-hmm. still would have bothered me. Why? Okay? Huh? Why? Because if you want to know the reviews for a product, you know what you do? You Google Nespresso reviews. Okay. Now here's my problem with this. Okay. Are rev- reviews not essentially solicited? Because a lot of times what you'll do uh, okay. is yeah. they they will offer you the opportunity if you review our product we'll give you you know ten percent off your next order blankety blankety blank whatever sure what's the likelihood of you negatively stars. yeah reviewing their product if you're getting additional benefits out out of that I do agree with that which goes to say no what the fuck what am I doing stay on brand having said that. <laughs> <laughs> I never will read reviews if it comes from the brand. I want to read my reviews off of like a, and I don't know if they do it, but like like a Reddit or a Google or something like that. Like if I'm reviewing 1792 small batch whiskey, and mm-hmm. I say that because that bottle sitting in front of me, right? I'm not going to go to 1792 to scroll to the reviews page because those are all going to be five star. I'm going to go to bourbonlovers.com, which I made that up, but you know, to see what they're saying about. <laughs> you see I'm claimed saying? yeah yeah uh, but do you still do you still think okay so if i'm going to random website do you think i'm still going to get unbiased answers well here's here's the the problem with reviews like in my head to, to begin with if i'm looking at reviews uh i'm just i'm looking at the number, like the stars or whatever it is. And then I'm looking at the first two or three sentences and then I'm moving on. I don't care about the rest because what happens typically Mm. is people who don't like, they may give like the medium reviews, like, you know, the two or three stars. A lot of times the problem as they describe, you know, in the review, uh, Yes. has nothing to do with the product itself. It has to do with the shipping. It has to do with <laughs> Thank you. things that don't have anything to do with the actual product and how the product performs itself. Which is unfair to the product. Completely. Itself. I can't stand that shit, too. I was looking up, so I've gotten like really big... It took four weeks for my product to get here. 
one two stars. stars. Yeah, it's stupid. But how do they always end that one? Or, or, or maybe they start it. I like the product, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's horrible. I've done that a lot with bourbons and stuff. You know, I've gotten really big into collecting bourbons. And I'm like, hey, is this one worth the price or the hunt to try to find it? And I've seen a lot, too. And so you'll... This Heaven Hill is heavenly, by the way. Isn't that stupid? Yeah, it's pretty good. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond? Yeah. Great example. So you Google Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond, and you see reviews of bourbon lovers. So you click on them, and there's like X amount of stars. And so you start reading. And almost always, it's like... um, I give this a one-star review. I'm like, one star? Heaven Hill is a five-star whiskey. Four and a half, right? Yeah. So you start reading it. It's that same thing. And it's a fucking list that's, you know, 12 sentences long about how I ordered it a lot of from, from Total Wine and Go. I don't know where that is. I know you see a lot in like the San Antonio area, but I, that one's sticking up. I ordered this from Total Wine and Go and I waited and it was three weeks. And when it finally got here, the the the, the box was trash. Yeah, blah, that's... Blah, blah. That's not a product a review. Star. That's a experience review. <laughs> but Heaven Hill Bottle and Bond is one of the best whiskeys I've ever had. Yeah. That's a five-star review then. then. Yeah. Then then you get on Total Wine and More or whatever it's called. Then you give them a one-star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Okay. I didn't even like have reviews on there, but that's like, I'm glad we delved into that because now I can bitch a little bit more because I feel the same way. There you go. We're going to stay on this Facebook. Uh, oh, God, yes. Facebook Thing. So I made subcategories, okay? Okay. This is ironic. This I, <laughs> I, I really, for for um, podcasting's sake, hope that you saw a certain article within the last six hours, okay? Because if you didn't, it's going to be... Okay, anyways. I'm pretty smart. I'll, I'll piece it together here. Okay, so it's an example I'm going to use, okay? <sighs> Brittany Matthews and um, the brother. Of I'm already James. out. Huh? No, just hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out I'm out too. Okay, hear me out. What's, I remember his name. Jackson. Thank you. Jackson Mahomes. Okay. They have made more headway with their both of their social medias, their Twitters, their snaps, all this shit, because people won't shut the fuck up about it. Yes. Okay. I think everybody can agree that she's a pretty fucking obnoxious. Okay, I think everybody can agree that he, he, Jackson, the little brother, is super immature, right? He is the worst. Okay, couldn't agree more on either one of those accounts. Okay, here's the problem I have with that. Okay, if you don't like what Brittany Matthews is posting, where she's spraying uh, champagne on the fans, or Mm -hmm. what I thought was fucking hilarious, that she's going crazy like, I told you, you don't doubt the Kansas City Chiefs, whatever, we're going to win. And then they lose that same game, whatever. She spoke too soon. It is obnoxious, right? No one's denying that, okay? But the problem that I have is people are, are, so she posts a video, okay? You share the video. So now everybody on your feed of a thousand plus yeah. friends now has access to that video. But you're in your little comment thing that you're sharing is this girl's so annoying. We need to get her off of social media. <laughs> Do you personally, Mark, see the irony in what just happened? Yeah, you're Explain you're magnifying the problem, right? Because in it's not exclusive to social media because this has been the the uh, the norm for decades, yeah. but. Uh, any news is good news, good or bad. So, so the more the more we complain about them, 
because Jackson Mahomes is the worst. <laughs> By the way, Brittany's, uh, you know, maybe a notch above. And I've, you know, I know everybody here in the Lubbock area loves Patrick Mahomes, and that's yeah. fine and great. Yeah, sure. Uh, I genuinely feel sorry for the guy because if you see some of their TikTok stuff that they do yeah. that he is in, yeah. You genuinely think that he might be having the worst time on the face of the earth, having to put up with the two of them. <laughs> it's, and, and I, I could not agree more with that comment. Uh, yeah. So my, th- this this is the attitude that I've tried to take in life, not just on social media. Uh, it's much easier and much more effective. Hate is still an emotion. Okay. Uh, it's okay. much easier to nothing somebody. Yep than to hate and like try to spread that hate around and try to draw attention to the problem. Because all you've done by drawing, even in that negative aspect of the hateful manner of the attention, you've still gained positivity in their lives. Yeah. They love that shit. Yeah. And that's what I have found the most ironic over the last, I'm going to say four or five weeks. I feel like when it's really, really that snowball. Because guess what? With these two people, Particular. All, all the social media algorithms don't care about. They don't care about the perspective you're taking. They nope. only care about the yep. interaction and the number of eyeballs that it's growing. So, and I'm just throwing out numbers. I don't know how many fucking people follow her. I don't follow her on social media. But let's just. No, I don't say, either. But let's just inevitably, say. you run into something stupid like, uh, I guess it would have been probably December. Uh, I don't know if you saw. Jackson Mahomes tried to get a huge group of people mm-hmm. into a, a local Kansas City bar okay. that's pretty popular with a, a local crowd, yeah. and it's smaller. Yeah, He gave no notice that they were coming. They just all showed up. Yeah, and they didn't let him in. So he tried to trash them on Instagram, that's so and the bar fired back. Good for them. They were like, hey, look, I'm sorry it didn't turn out like you wanted it to go. Uh, you showed up with this huge group of people and we were full already and we're not asking them to leave to get you and your, you know, knuckleheaded frat bros in here. Absolutely. Uh, sorry. That's awesome. Um, well, and the bar got lots of support after that. And then they kind of countered and were like, look, we shouldn't have been petty. And everybody was like, no, you absolutely should have been petty because Jackson Mahomes and everybody thinks he's a turd, but whatever. Well, so. Okay, let's say Brittany Matthews has 200,000 followers on Twitter, okay? Let's look and see. Just throwing out a number. I'll I'll look on Instagram while you talk here. So, of all of her followers, if you just stick to those people, then those are the only people that are going to be effective in a positive or a negative manner off of what she posts, right? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because no one else is going to do it. And those ex-followers... Are the ones who are interested in what she has to say. Now, she has one million Instagram for her. followers. Damn, yeah. for her, I need to call her. Nice job. Now I some yeah. Okay, so <laughs> a million people, right? So a million people are interested in what she has to say. Now I did Supposedly. not say I did not say that a million people enjoy what she has to say, <clears throat> but people are interested whether it's a positive or negative. Correct. Right. But if you just leave it to those million followers and you leave it the fuck alone, only a million people are now reached by that Twitter or that tweet, right? Right. It can't be more than that. But the moment that you share her tweet, yeah. even if you're talking shit, now 
that one million has now double, triple, quadruple. Now we've got 10 million people talking about this. What do you fuck do you think she's going to do? She's going to post another obnoxious video because she's now got 10 million people talking about her. Yeah. If I get 10 million, uh, 10 million people to talk about me, even if it's talking shit about me, I promise you. I'm gonna people like that typically it. can't, they don't have the uh, ignore uh, nothing, leave it alone yep. gene. Like, yep. It doesn't exist in them. Well, so. And she she's pretty, pretty, pretty bad about that. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. While we're on that real quick, did you see the Super Bowl ad with him? I thought that was the best Super Bowl ad, by the way. I did not. With Larry David. Did not. It was awesome. Okay, I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. If you, yeah, listener, if you didn't come across it, you need to go find it. Okay. So, you talk about Britney. You t- these are just examples of what I use, but like, I, I, like I didn't, I'm not specifically talking about the two of them, but it's just them in general, right? If you shit that drives me nuts is if you're reposting something or talking about someone, but it's in a negative aspect, all you're doing is hyping them up. So shut the fuck up, and then yeah. no one's gonna know about it. You're, yeah, you're doing them the favor. I don't follow Britney fucking Matthews or Jackson Mahomes, but I can tell you all of their stupid ass videos because of what other people have posted. Yeah, guess guess what happens to Britney Matthews and Jackson Mahomes every time you retweet, interact, whatever. Uh, that is eyeballs for them to exactly. sell to their sponsors. Yep. Uh, which increases their monetary value, yep. which increases their social media presence. So all, all you're doing is just adding to the problem. So <clears throat> a couple days ago, Tech played Baylor in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal game. I don't even like basketball, but I'm trying to watch it a little bit more just to broaden my horizons, right? But Good for you. Mahomes was at the game. Okay. <laughs> I've got two things about this. Okay, go ahead. About this, okay. But – don't let me forget to tell you part B of what I just okay. said about Mahomes being in Lubbock because I don't want to get off track. Um, there was some stupid fucking video going around. It's all over Twitter, Facebook. Did you see it where he whispered to her and she turned around talking to her friend? No. So he, I, I he, nothing he, Brittany Matthews and okay. Jackson Mahomes. By okay. The way. So apparently, like what it was, that of course they got courtside seats, you yeah. know, and he he's sitting there watching the game. He turns around and whispers something into Brittany's ear. She turns around to the person next to them who's, you know, they're all there together, some friend. And she likes, she's just talking and she gives this little weird face and she puts on a fake smile, okay? So somebody on Twitter thinks they can read Patrick Mahomes' lips and puts in quotations on this video that's going around that says, what, not Patrick Mahomes, Brittany's, what she's telling a friend. He told me to stop using resting bitch face in quotation. <laughs> If you watch the video, the way it plays that out. That says so much about <laughs> yes, everything yes, we're talking yes. about right now. If you watch the video, though, that may have been what was said because he's, you know, sitting on, chilling, watching the game. He turns over to her. She turns around, gives him a little face, and does some little fake smile, right? Yeah. As Maybe, if uh, sarcastically to acknowledge the comment. sarcastic. Okay. Yes. Maybe that is what he said, but I don't know. I tried to slow I'm gonna it tell down you, and read the lips. I didn't people on the internet are super sleuths. Dude, for real. <laughs> so I have no doubt that's exactly what he said, and well, I haven't seen the video. Well, it was like by the end of the game, of course, it's all over Twitter. So Pat Mahomes tweets to fiance, uh-huh. and it just says something like, it just said like, people are weird. I still love you, babe. Like, 
to make you wonder, like, is that what he said or is not? Who knows? But if you if you slow it down, I'm not so sure that's not what he said. Okay, I can't. It, I can't speak. For it him. very well may have been <laughs> because look at his perspective. He's yeah. there. He's still. He's got brands and sponsors to represent too. Thank you. Okay, and and so, good, bad, or otherwise, he's handcuffed to her now, and that's a part of it. So I'm glad you say that because that's this is where this conversation can go a little bit deeper. Okay. Okay. Try this one. Will do. There's this guy that I used to work with who's on Facebook and constantly talking shit on Patrick Mahomes, which love him or hate him. Like to, to me personally, Mahomes is not the type of person you talk shit about. He, he To me, he's a Matt Stafford, right? Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. I dare you to say something bad about Except, Matt I mean, he won early, but okay. But just him as a person, right? And who he, how he presents himself into the public eye, what he does for his community. You don't ever... Yeah, okay. Like, he's not a negative type person, right? Matt yeah. Stafford, which has nothing to do with anything. I was rooting so fucking hard for him the other day. I was so glad when he went. I don't care for the Rams either way. Don't care for the Bengals either way. But I wanted him to, to wear a, a Super Bowl ring. You tell me, and I text you and Ty... Which you never answered, which bothers me. But tell me a more active player right now that deserves a ring before he retires better than him for who he is as a person off the field, right? Like, I, I, I relate that to a King Griffey Jr. I, I hate that that dude retired not wearing a World Series. I, I thought forever you about it, like a smart-ass response, and I couldn't come up with one, so I think I just didn't answer. But okay. You're, but you you're right. Yeah. Me, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked about him in the Multiple football times. podcast. We've talked about that, for years. Yeah, that him. we did on pick four. Anyways, um... And so that's kind of how I think of Mahomes. Like, you you can't talk shit about this guy unless you're just being a jackass because you know that you're in Lubbock and you know you're going to piece Okay, so I'm, I'm going to argue that. Okay. You you can because I think he gets, uh, and I'm one of these people, it, it's just the culture that we live in now. Like, yep. every, hyperbola is... Uh, Super prevalent. Every, everything that happens right then is the most amazing thing we've ever seen ever. We lack a lot of perspective. So okay, okay. I, this I is like the old man tweet I love right that. now. No, I like, love that. I fucking love that. Like, like let's let's absorb it. Like thing ever been spoken. <laughs> like like let's have some perspective every once in a while. Okay. okay. I love. He is one of he is one of like. Two or three most talented quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Yeah, I don't think you can really rank them because I think they all have, and for different reasons. Yeah, yeah, they all have like this special skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one guy may be better at one particular aspect sure. of something, and whatever. The point I'm trying to make is, I just don't like. It feels like everybody's sucking his popsicle here in town all the time. So annoying and. Like, let's back it down just a little. Well, like, we've, we've talked about it before, is everybody's a Chiefs fan now. That makes me crazy, right? Because I feel like that's almost disrespectful to the only two Chiefs fans I've ever met, David Owens and Creek. Yeah. Well, Allison, right? Yeah. Diehard Chiefs fans, and we'll tell you anything you know about the Chiefs long before Mahomes. You're not a Chiefs fan. You're a Mahomes fan. If you're rooting for the team that Mahomes is for, is playing for, I'm all for that. I I watch the majority of the Chiefs games, but it's not because I care about the O-line. It's because I, I want to watch Mahomes. But the, the argument that I have there is, had he have gotten drafted to the fucking Miami Dolphins, I'd be watching a <laughs> lot had, of Miami Dolphins. We've had – well. Okay, but here's the other part of this argument. I feel like we're getting super off topic. Topic. Well, there's now, no but, topic, so we're on topic. Uh, 
the NFL is incredibly circumstance oriented. Mm. Patrick Mahomes got drafted by the ideal uh, organization with the ideal coach with the ideal uh, talent pool around him. Absolutely. Whereas if he had been drafted by the Bears and Matt Nagy or the Dolphins mm-hmm. when Adam Gase was there, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be having this same conversation. It's a valid point. Uh, you know, somebody else is so number not, 15 in Kansas City rather than Patrick Mahomes. It's not just the talent he brings. It's everything around Is he special? Him. I'm not saying he's not special. No, absolutely not. No, no one can say that. He can do things that other guys can't do. Sure. Shit we've never seen before. Yeah. I, I'm saying that out loud. I want everybody to understand where I'm coming from. I get it. He, he is special. Yeah. I also need you guys to reciprocate and say he fell into the quite yeah. possibly the best circumstance yep. he could have fallen into. Yep. I'll give you that. I love that argument, too. Great argument. Thank you. So, <laughs> you said the way you said thank you. I like I'm not train of thought. <laughs> That's the that. podcast. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, <have> good night. <laughs> so, so okay. And I, I'm man enough. I could have brought this. I could have not brought this argument up. Pre- period. Okay. Mm-hmm. For an article that was re- released about three hours ago. Well, three hours before ever you came over. Okay. It doesn't matter. I'm still gonna stick to my guns. Okay. So this guy that I used to work with is always talking shit about Mahomes, but I'm sure he's like me. He loves to fuck a jab. I like to jab. It's fun. Uh, okay. I get accused of being it's fun. an insider. E-N-C-I-T-E-R. Okay. Uh, yeah, bringing up shit to just bring up shit yeah, yeah. and see where the argument ends up. Why not, right? And it's accurate. Like, so I think that's fine. where Gerard comes from. But he ke- he keeps posting all these stupid videos about Brittany Matthews and Jackson Mahomes and talking shit about him. Video after video, and I've been sitting through it, biting my tongue, which really gripping my fingers because it's all on Facebook, right? Yeah. And finally, I'd had enough. And so the other day, I told him, I said, dude, stop posting about this shit. It's getting, like, it's obnoxious. If you stop <laughs> posting about it, the conversation's done with. Okay. Like, I don't understand why all right, you're doing pa- this. Pause. What just happened? I fell in this fucking trap. Exactly. No, no. <laughs> and I he, he, he wasn't baiting me. Everything we just argued, <laughs> you did the exact same thing for him. <laughs> Sometimes I love you. Damn it. I, I called that the other day, and I'm like, dude, this is enough's enough. Like, stop talking about it. And here, here was my argument, okay? This was pre to what happened today. And I said, if Mahomes isn't bothered by it, then why do any of us care? Yeah. Okay. Because, like, here's the way I, I just try to look at it, okay? If I sign a $250 million contract, the biggest contract in the NFL, okay? And then I've also got my Whataburger deal and my McGavick Nissan deal and my Oakley deal and all these deals. I'm making a shit ton of money. Cool. But more importantly, people know me. There's not very many people in the United States of America that don't know who I am. I'm my yeah. in this situation, right? Yeah, you are. You're damn right I am. <laughs> But if I've, I've done all of this, okay, although I'm not the type of guy that's going to tell my wife what she can and can't do or tell my brothers what they can and can't do. That's just not my style, mm-hmm. okay? But I would, there is kind of a look, look at it. Listen, babe, 
everything we have right here is because of me. So I'm going to need you to be on the same level as me because we're representing each other, which is a bigger brand and a global well, brand. What yeah. NFL, right? Like we talked about a minute ago when you talked about his brands and his Because there have been some conversations that... I guarantee there have. Some, you know, guarantee people there. in the Chiefs organization have to sort of begin to... Yeah. I, I don't know that it's happened, but I can't imagine that it hasn't. Uh, somebody has to say, look, you know, this affects your brand and your bottom line. This affects Chiefs brand and Chiefs bottom line. Yep. So we need you to maybe encourage her. Exactly. Encourage Jackson, encourage Brittany to, you know, tone it down a notch to steer it a different direction. Yep. Couldn't agree more. But that's what I told him the other day. Maybe it's yesterday. I don't. I don't know that that's happened, but I, I know yeah, no, no, no. that idea has come yeah. up in in lots so, of circumstances. But my argument was is like they're young, they're immature, they're floating around in money. We were all stupid at that age. Now, if it's not bothering him and he's not shutting the shit down clearly because she still has a Twitter, like push comes to shove. If, if she deletes her Twitter, clearly because Pat said, I'm fucking done. You've got to stop. <laughs> You've got to stop, babe. I still love you. Like, we're yeah. great. But like, that's enough. He hasn't done that yet, so why do we care? Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why do we care if if, if the, the grand scheme of family and stuff like that, if the, the patriarch isn't giving a shit, then why should we? My, my, argument, my argument also is, who is following Brittany and Jackson because of the genuine content that they're putting out. Nobody. They're they're following well, their family. That's to it. catch all of the, the blowback yep. of the bullshit that goes on. Mm-hmm. 100% accurate. Okay. Now, I could have not have said any of this because of, like I said, the article that I read earlier. Mm-hmm. So, as of like four hours ago, it's now public. A meeting happened today. Today is Friday, February 18th, okay? Okay. Set down meeting with Mahomes, Brittany Matthews, Jackson Mahomes. I'm assuming a couple lawyers. Don't quote me on this. I would. I mean, there's no knowing, but I would imagine someone from the Chiefs organization, right? And I'm assuming his agent, if his agent's fucking smart, okay? What? Okay, hear me out. Okay. As of next year, so the next football season, 2022, rolling over to 2023, Brittany Mahomes, Jackson, or Brittany Matthews, Jackson Mahomes can no longer go to any more games in the NFL per Pat Mahomes request. This is an article that exists? It happened today. What? what can you source they it? Said, I can't source it. I'm 99.9% sure is USA Today. Okay. He sat down with them. They had a long discussion. They all came to the agreements where Pat has said, for the next upcoming season, y'all can no longer go to any more games. For the exact reason of... It's like Everything we were just talking about. You and I just talked about is it. like, it's deeper than me throwing a football. Like, we've got... Like, y'all are representing me. Unfortunately for you, too. And I don't... I don't necessarily think it's fair that Jackson is representing Pat... You know, he's his own person. But it is what it is, right? Well, it, it is yeah, what it is, I, and that's the life we live in. Yeah. But it is affecting him negatively. Like you said, it could start hurting endorsements and hurting the team and so forth. And and no one would know who these other two hooligans are if it wasn't for the chef that Pat's achieved. So 
It's funny because I could have not have brought that up because that kind of goes against everything my argument was to Gerard on Facebook the other day. I was like, if it doesn't bother him, then what the fuck are you worried about? Well, clearly it does, so it doesn't matter anymore. Well, or <laughs> the Chiefs and or Adidas Oakley, and or Oakley yeah. and or uh, I can't imagine McGavick Nissan. McGavick doesn't do yeah. shit, but I'm just, <laughs> I kind of use Whataburger because he took them down there. Yeah. You know, those bigger entities have said something i would love for you to be able to uh cite that article in any social media post you put up with this podcast and maybe even see if you can corroborate it with another source somewhere i saw a couple people because i can't imagine that uh, i mean patrick could ask him and and i guess the chiefs could say please don't come yeah if i'm patrick i'm saying look you can't tell them that you can't come. We can maybe have the discussion about things that get posted on social media, but you know, this, this is, this is like a direct line from them to me. Yep. Like if they're going to come, then they're going to come period. Yep. And I don't know that the chiefs or the NFL even could Nor should they want to like yeah. poke from not that it was a vague article and I read it oh, on okay. two different sites. But it did say that after coming to agreements, Pat has suggested and the other two have agreed that no games in the next season. (laughs) (laughs) And I find that so It's amazing for everything we talked about leading up to that. I know, man, right? (laughs) But it's funny because I had like this whole, like I wanted to just bitch, 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 everyone shut the fuck up because why does it matter if Pat doesn't care, then why should we? And then I was about four or five years ago, clearly Pat cares. (laughs) (laughs) So there was a part B to that, right? Yeah. The rest of it, don't let me forget. Okay, he he's a household name, right? Kids look up to him. And what I like about him is, like, if my kid was wearing a Mahomes jersey and getting a Mahomes haircut, I'd be proud of that because he represents good in what you can achieve. And, like, you don't hear a lot of negativity from Pat Mahomes, right? He's a good yeah. role model, I guess is what I'm saying. Um I see him as a kid. He's a good football player. I see him as a kid who, who he throws an amazing football, probably through an amazing baseball, right? He's just a dude, right? Just a dude. Okay. <laughs> Don't meet your heroes. <laughs> right? Yeah. So he was in town last night, which is when Tech played TCU. Baylor. Everybody was going fucking, I mean, Baylor, yeah, fucking crazy because Mahomes is in the house, right? Okay. That's Post where I was. Everywhere. That's where I was hoping this Post was going. Everywhere. So Twitter was. Hey, Patrick Mahomes went to a basketball game and Texas Tech beat Baylor. <laughs> okay. I saw that he was there because like seventeen people put it on Facebook last night. Whether they were at the game and snapping a picture or like someone's like, this is the funniest thing I've I've read in a long time. Okay. This was. <laughs> <laughs> this was the like uh, the the highlight of the the comments. I can't think of what I'm looking for, but like where you put in like the god damn it, like if you were writing a, a newspaper article, the the title, I guess. Headline. Thank you. Good <laughs> lord, that was a tough word. The headline. Okay. It's a struggle. You're gonna laugh at this one. Okay. <laughs> the rumors are true. Exclamation point. Patrick Mahomes will be in Lubbock tonight for the basketball game. Is that a rumor? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody that was posting, cool, like cool, right, right, cool, but just cool. Yeah, I see. Like to me, I was not blown away. That no, listen, can who you hear cares? Me? <laughs> he but can do stuff. That, not only that, it's February. <laughs> not 
Okay, like, if he's, like, at some fucking random high school basketball game in North Dakota, it's probably kind of a big deal, okay? Yeah. I don't know if anyone knows that that posted this, and I hope some of my listeners are the ones that posted this, okay? Shocker. Patrick Mahomes went to Texas Tech. It's not that crazy that he's going to watch his fucking Okay, l- let's also understand, <laughs> on, dude. That, uh, okay, there's a particular, uh, like, a level of, uh, like, headline grabbing that that's going to get anyway because he's going to a Texas, like, if Tech is 5-14, and 14, <laughs> you know, and 2-9 and nine in yeah. Big 12 play, yeah. nobody's going to give a shit that, Texas, that Patrick Mahomes went to a basketball game. Absolutely not. Tech is playing a super important, Home basketball game Absolutely. against a super important opponent. Yep. Late in this in the conference yep. schedule. Yep. Yes. If Patrick Mahomes <laughs> decides he's going to go to that game, yes, Tech is going to get him in. Yes, they're going to make a big deal about it. They but also, it's going to benefit Patrick Mahomes. Also, let's don't yeah, kid ourselves. Yeah. How, how stupid do you think that guy's worth hundreds of millions for no reason? <laughs> he's got a good team behind him. This yeah, time. exactly. You know what, dude. We'll cover the babysitting for the night. Why don't you fly down to Lubbock in your private jet? There'd be a big deal. You're It'd be lots attention. of eyeballs. Watch this one, too. While you're at it, would you mind putting those Oakleys on your head that we gave you last week? Uh, that's just a part I mean, of life. Come on, it, it, You know, yeah, he had Oakleys. Yeah, he's wearing Adidas. Yeah. Like, that's just where yeah. he's at in life. I just thought that was so funny and, like, cool, right? Cool. That's all it was to me. I was just thinking, I'm like, why are we so why are we so mind blown that a guy who recently graduated from this college <laughs> thought it would be fun to go to a basketball game? Thought it would game. be fun to go watch his his alma mater do great things. Is that is that so crazy to think? Shocker. How many people <laughs> graduated from Texas Tech and went to that football game or the basketball game last night? Probably more than half of that crowd are alumni. That's all he is. He's just an alum. I wasn't blown away that Mahomes was in his, not his hometown, but his college town for four years last night. It wasn't that cool to me. Maybe I'm the asshole. Well, yeah. I, you know. You with me? I, I understand completely. Okay. Um, I'm trying to answer Ty's text message here. This. <laughs> oh, shout out, Ty. Hey, the only reason you're not here, that's why I texted you the other night, Ty, and you were like, well, I don't land till 1130. As much as I love you, I'm not recording a podcast at midnight. Oh, uh, by the way, Trey Cassie We've done texted, it before, though, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Trey Cassie texted me um, a minute ago, and he's like, hey, if you're recording, give everybody a hello from me. So Trey Cassie, shout out. What's up, Trey? I've got another one that fucking pisses me off. Hey, before we do that, yes, is it social media oriented? No. I got something I want to bring up. Okay. I saw earlier, uh, I don't do a whole lot on Facebook anymore. Typically what I do, I open Facebook, I check my notifications, I see what my woman's been up to, I see what my, like you, Ty, yeah. my kids, they don't mess with Facebook typically, but anyway, I look for like immediate reactions and then I scroll through some news articles because, you know, Facebook yeah. has the... The news notification down in the bottom <coughs> toolbar now. I saw a deal earlier uh, from FMX, which is our local rock kind of station. rock music radio station. Okay. The article was um, Lubbock, Lubbock businesses 
need to pay employees what they are, what they deserve. Okay. Okay. This was kind of the headline. That may not mm. be exact, but it's close. I'm with you. Okay. Now the article was about one home healthcare business. Okay. That had failed to pay employees qualified overtime over okay. the course of the last few months. I don't know. It, it, sure. It was like $68,000 worth of overtime. Uh, they doubled it as sort of a penalty. Yeah. Um, but it was one business. Yeah. So the headline is Lubbock businesses need to pay employees what they're worth. Sort of signaling like, look. It's a problem. Yeah. Like uh, across, you know, the board, let's, let's worry about, uh, you know, low wage workers in, you know, like the fast food industry, retail industry. <laughs> That's not what this was about at all. Yeah. It was one business that screwed up. I was, I was like so flabbergasted by the time I read the article. I thought, I you just posted this article about one, <laughs> one home health care business. They got busted for not paying that. employees overtime. They got caught. They got fined. Everybody got their money, but this is your like virtue signaling. Yes. Like pump the brakes FMX guy. I don't even recognize who it was. It was like, I read some stuff that Wes Nesman does every once in a while Mm -hmm. because he's been here forever. Yeah. 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 He's dialed into what happens locally. I will pay attention to what he says, but I didn't recognize this kid. And I thought this is a fucking headline that has grabbed like local attention. Mm -hmm. Like, can we not? Isn't that crazy? Pump the brakes a little. Like, yeah, come, come on, on, man. Come on. So stupid. Yeah. But how many people are, are on the other side of what you think? Like, fuck love. You better oh, pay your I'm sure. Uh, everybody that makes, you know, less than $11 an hour, I'm no. sure, was yeah. like, fuck yeah. yeah. Or like less than 20 nowadays. Like, I deserve more. I'll, yeah. I'll start fucking french fries. <laughs> <laughs> we can solve that problem. You no longer work here because we've got a computer that people can put orders in now. Yeah. Yeah. So another one that drives me, it kind of goes into what we were just saying, but this isn't on the social media platform. And you said something inadvertently a minute ago that you don't realize what you said. And I I love that because this is on my list is you said, don't meet your hero. Yep. Why do people hold celebrities to such a high fucking standard? Dude, I I will never know. Now, I think the biggest one for me um, is going to be athletes and, and sports Sports peoples, right? Because to me, that's the biggest one. In 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 in, in uh, movie actors and stuff are a good one, but I think celebrity uh, athletes are the biggest one, right? And I'm gonna here's an example that I, I think to me holds the most truth because most 99 percent of people who hate this guy and most people hate this guy don't realize what I'm about to tell you. Okay. Okay. Lejean Brames. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. Who worked out at Dwight Schrute's gym <laughs> for muscles. Riley says LeBron James all the time. And like the last couple of weeks, I always say, it's LeJean. It's LeJean. And he goes, oh. And Cassandra's like, no, no, no. He's just messing with you. Of course, he didn't give him an offer for everything. Anyways, <laughs> LeBron James, okay? I Just out of curiosity, because I've never had this conversation with you before, because I'm not a big basketball fan, nor are you. No. Right? Give me a couple adjectives you would use to describe this guy. Uh, LeBron? Mm-hmm. Uh, transcendent talent, okay. generational, uh, all time, 
Okay, so like I, th- I think he's one of the ten best NBA players ever. You could probably go to top five. Okay, but I was gonna say top five, and then I thought, well, I'll just leave room for argument and say ten. Yeah. So but yeah, I would I would say five. Yes. You're not like there's no negative connotation, right? No, because you're going based off of what basketball skills. Yeah. I didn't ask you how do you feel about LeBron James as a person. Okay, but what you interpreted when I said how do you feel about LeBron James, you took it strictly to the basketball court. Yeah. You did not say anything about who he is. No. Why? Why do we know who LeBron James is? Because he's a basketball player. He's never been in trouble. One of the greatest of all time, right? Yeah. There's always the argument between him and the, everybody else's goat. And I don't know enough about basketball. I can't have the argument between him and Michael Jordan. I can't do it because I don't know enough. Okay. Yeah. But it's because he's a basketball player. End of discussion. Okay. And on the court, you can't deny the dude's fucking talent and skill. Yeah. Okay. People fucking hate LeBron James. <laughs> Nobody, and I don't care who you are, and if you disagree with me, I beg you to call me out on Facebook so we can have a fucking uh, a public argument. Tell me LeBron James isn't a fucking badass on the court. Can't do it. Agreed. Most people hate him. Why? Because of his political views. Okay. Because of his, uh, he has a platform and he uses his platform. He, he loves to, to try to promote what he believes in. I don't give a shit if you agree with what he believes in. He has a platform and he's using it for what he believes is a positive change, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you believe it's a positive thing. He's standing up for what he believes in. And I respect the shit out of anybody who stands up for what they believe in. If you agree, Mark, to something 180 degrees different than what I believe in, but you're verbal about it and you're going to push your points... I have nothing but respect for you. Yeah. Right? I don't care if you disagree with everything I say about the argument. At least you're standing up for what you believe in, which is what LeBron James does. Okay. Yeah. Everybody hates LeBron, but it's because of the public shit. The only reason we should judge LeBron is because of how he is on the court. And those 60 minutes, which is what I think an NBA game is, don't quote me on that, that's what we should be judging him for, right? If we're, if we're going to, yeah. you know, that may be the wrong term. Why is everybody so so uh, interested and ready to bash a dude for him just living his life. For all the same reasons we talked about earlier with Brittany Matthews and yeah. Jackson Mahomes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Do you know about LeBron's school? Yes. That's what I was going to point out. Thank you. Thank you. You may be the only other person I've ever had this because I've had this argument, argument with people for fucking years and no one ever knows what LeBron's school is. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what it's called. I, I call it LeBron. Yeah, I, I don't know what the name of it is, but I know he's built at least one. It's amazing. So for those of y'all that know what we're talking about, LeBron is from Akron, Ohio. Or is he from Cleveland? No, he's from Akron. No, it's Akron. Yeah. You know, so he started a school, I believe it's in Akron. I'm almost positive, but it's Pretty not sure. Cleveland. It's something in, in Ohio, so he's stuck to his roots. He's an Ohio kid. Him, right. Yeah. you got to respect Despite the fact that he's, like, going to Lakers games. Yeah, and Yeah, I don't give a shit about that. No. So, he knows what it's like for people living on the streets in the, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, like, uh, the rural area or suburbs. Um, I'll think of the term in a minute, you know. But, uh like the less fortunate projects. What is the word I'm looking for? I'm struggling with words today, if you haven't noticed. Um, the urban areas. Urban. Thank you. Good Lord. They're easy words. Too. <laughs> the urban kid. Right? Only two syllables in that one. So he started a school. It's a K through 12. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it LeBron school because I don't know what it's called. Okay. They have 
different hours than any normal public school, right? Okay. They don't end at 3 or 3.30. Did you know that? No. They end at 5 o'clock. So it still starts on time at 8, but the curriculum and the way that they get breaks and stuff still breaks down to the same amount of school, but they're going through 5 p.m. Do you know why they're going to 5 p.m., not 3 p.m.? I have a pretty good assumption. Well, tell me what you think. Uh, to make sure that those kids are doing something positive between 3 p.m. and when mom and dad are getting off for work. Yeah. Because from 3 to 5, you're walking home in the projects and mom's working three, four, five jobs to help make ends meet or dad is or whatever it is. Those kids have nothing else better to do. They don't know any better. They go stand on the corner. They start gangbanging. Yeah. This is LeBron's work, right? So they've extended the curriculum till 5 o'clock. That way, mom and dad aren't not at home and these kids aren't getting into trouble. I think that is one of the most amazing things I've ever heard. Okay. He doesn't know these kids from Adam, but he's making sure that they have a steady place to be before they get in trouble. Okay. Kudos LeBron James. You know what else they do there? What's that? They provide breakfast and lunch, which public schools do now. Let's go pre COVID. Do you still have to pay for that shit unless you, you qualified because you didn't have any money, right? For shitty-ass school food, you still got to pay for it, right? His are all free, but you know what they do besides breakfast and lunch? Do they do a... They provide their kids dinner before dinner o'clock. dinner-ish. And he has said, that way, no matter what, five days a week, the kids in my school are provided three meals a day, okay? That, that school is the I Promise School. I Promise School, okay? Google it for those of y'all that think I'm full of shit about LeBron James. I hope that you look at it from a different standpoint and you change your, your mind towards LeBron, Okay. Five days a week, all of these kids get three meals provided for them free at cost. So he says, I, I wish I could change on a Saturday or Sunday, but at least I know in my heart when I go to bed at night, every kid in my school program has three meals a day like every kid deserves, right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking amazing. I don't know any other school in the United States to provide their kids with supper for free. Yeah. Right? Another thing is, and here's the kicker for me, which really sold me on LeBron school, but those other two things are amazing. If you go from K through 12 and you don't have any issues and you don't drop out, guess what you get to do for college? Free of charge. Going for freezies? Free of charge. This dude's providing. Can you sit here and tell me those three things that I told you, okay? I don't want you to go home and gangbang, so I'm going to make your curriculum last longer so that way I can can make sure you're safe. I'm providing you with three meals a day and I'm paying for your college. Am I a piece of shit? I wouldn't call you one, no. There you go, then. What's the, Why are we holding someone like LeJean Brames, I'm going to say it every time, to a higher standard? The only thing we should be judging him for, uh, rating him for, looking to him for, is his skills on and off the court. Or, I mean, excuse me, on the court. That's it. He's a dude, right? Yep. Is he not allowed to make mistakes? Yep. Tiger Woods is a prime example. And I, was, I fell for his fucking trap. What he did... 15 years ago was dumb as shit. That dude fucked every girl that looked at him, right? <laughs> Everybody was dropping him. But why are we fans of Tiger Woods? Because he's the greatest golfer to ever he can, live. He can put the ball in the hole. The greatest golfer to ever live. I'm not saying I agree with adultery. I don't. In my marriage, we stay together and we're in it to the end, right? That's his fucking business. Why are we, like, everybody hating on Tyra Woods because he was out banging chicks? I'm not saying I agree with it, but I don't like Tyra Woods because he, who he fucks at mine. I like Tiger Woods for 18 holes when he's hitting the shit out of that ball. Right? Yeah. 
that drives me nuts. Celebrities should be held to the account that everybody else is. They're talented. They're doing what they love. Drop it after that. They're badass movie stars. So just for those two hours of your entertainment that you get to watch Jason Bateman laugh and or make you laugh at something, who cares what he's doing afterwards? It's do not you, the culture we live in, though. But do you agree with what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It makes me crazy when we start judging celebrities for their political standpoint. Like, like most people don't give a shit on how I believe politically, but because I'm not famous, it doesn't matter. But the moment a famous person voices their opinion, all of a sudden they're a piece of shit. Well, uh, let's let's talk about Colin Kaepernick for a minute. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Fuck yes. And every one of you motherfuckers better not turn this off right now. Well, no, you shouldn't. Um, You're not motherfuckers. You're my fans. You know, uh, everybody wants to complain. I say everybody. There, there are a certain percentage of people mm-hmm. that want to disparage his decision to protest okay. how he felt like police were treating people of color yep uh in the manner that he did it okay which was during the national anthem during uh you know right before NFL kickoff yep um I will forever, if you, not lots of people that we uh, interact with through our podcast are involved in Twitter, but um, my Twitter background on my profile page is John Carlos and, uh, uh, I cannot think of the other guy's name. During the 68 Olympics in Mexico, when they finished first and second in uh, the Olympic race that they were running in, the hurdle race that they were running in, and the okay. uh, Black Gov protest on the medal stand. Yeah. It was a huge deal. I know the picture you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, those guys, I, I, I'm a fan of, if you know me, like you were, you were, Handed inalienable rights, right? Mm-hmm. First one of those is is freedom of speech. Yep. Um, along with that is a peaceful protest. Okay. I will forever argue that those guys, um, the guys in Mexico City, Colin Kaepernick, uh, Chris Jackson slash uh, Mahmoud Abdul Raouf in the NBA. Those guys protested peacefully during uh, the national anthem. Yep. In uh, sporting events, which is important because you protest works the best when you have the most eyeballs on you. Ding, ding, ding. Continue. If if you, I've seen uh, there's a there's a particular local sports uh, broadcast personality who had a problem with Colin Kaepernick, who had a problem with Megan Rapinoe, uh, saying, "I don't care what you do, but don't do it during 
your your job essentially your sporting event. Yep. I would argue that if you don't do it during your job, yep. it's falling on deaf ears. Yep. If you don't cash yep. it in yep. when you have the opportunity, yep. when you you have the chance to bring the most attention to what you're trying to bring attention to, yep. you're you're doing a disservice to yourself and to your cause. Well, and not only that, you're also doing a disservice to the people that don't have the ability to be heard. Yeah. Right? 99% of us, no one's going to hear what the fuck we have to say. So go stand up for what you believe in because all eyes are on you. Yeah. I could not agree more. So when the Kaepernick thing first started, it's been, what, four or five years ago now? I don't know exactly whenever that shit started. Um, I wasn't quite sure how I felt about it. It didn't, whatever. I don't even care if I piss people off. It didn't bother me that he was kneeling during the national anthem. That does not bother me. Okay. I wasn't quite sure about how I felt as to why he was doing it until I started doing research. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you hear jackasses saying, well, he's kneeling for inequality. I'm sure it's so hard to live as a millionaire and doing this. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter. He found a talent and used it. Like, it doesn't mean he can't. Inequality can still exist in his mind, even if he's making millions of dollars a year, right? Exactly. Like, those are absolutely not related, okay? But I heard him in an interview, and this is what completely changed. It was it was in the off season of after the 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 year that he started kneeling, right? It was in between seasons, okay. And he had been dumped. Uh, you can say it was for talent. You can say it was because no one wanted to deal with his drama, no, yeah. right? L- look at how he finished that last season exactly. that he played, and exactly. let's let's really make an argument about absolutely whether it was it's for talent no or or outside game. circumstances. Yep. He was in an interview and he was saying, listen, here's the deal. I have a platform and I owe it to my people, to everyone that believes for what I believe. And I owe it to everybody that disagrees with what I believe, right? I have a platform and I have to use that platform for a positive manner. Now, your argument may be that what he was doing was not positive, okay? But here's my argument to that. In his mind, what he is doing is for positive, and that's all we should respect. Now, I'm not saying you should agree with what he's doing. I'm not saying you should disagree. Well, that's what I was going to say. Positive or negative, it's about exercising your right as an American. He period. has the right to do that. Right. Right. And you I, either believe that you can do that or mm, you don't. Yep. You don't get to decide in the gray areas about what you can protest and what you can't protest mm-hmm. and when and when not you yes. can execute these things. Couldn't agree more. And I love that he, he you're going to sit here and tell me that whenever he did that for the very first time and then did it throughout the entire season and with the backlash, he can't have thought like, oh, this is going to go smoothly. People are going to love me for this. right? He had to have known and had the foresight to say this is not going to go pretty. Right now, I think you had to have I the think, idea, but also he he didn't go out of his way to make it a point to begin with. It started with him just anything. sitting on the bench. He didn't say a word, right? And, and I'll let you finish, and then I'm going to bring up some other stuff that go along with the NFL okay. with that stuff. So, <clears throat> and I'll be honest with you, a lot of the way that the ways that I think are things that you have taught me, and I think I've told you this before. A, it may be conversations you and I have had. And I'm like, oh, that's actually a really good point. I wish I would have thought about it like that. But it's the way that you act. And and, and you can tell me one thing, but the way that you do things, 
I think is way more important than what you can tell me. Yeah. That's whether that's you or anybody, right? Yeah. This dude, Colin Kaepernick, is standing up for what he believes is right. Is it right? That's for you to decipher. I don't care what you think, right? You're entitled to your opinion on what he's doing or did and what everybody else did to fall, right? Mm-hmm. But the fact of it is, is when he did that, he believed what he was doing was the right thing. Well, it's not even a matter yeah. of right and wrong. It's a matter of whether you are allowed to do it or you aren't. Sure. Right and wrong is in the eyes of what's going on, and uh-huh. and, and and the observation doesn't matter. Okay. Like uh, right and wrong is is an objective point mm-hmm. of view rather than subjective. Subjective. Yeah. Exactly. And he did that for what he he believed in. I don't care who you are. If you stand up for what you believe in, even if I disagree with you a thousand percent, which a lot of times I do disagree with a lot of people mm-hmm. wholeheartedly, I respect anybody who's willing to stand up for what they believe in. Okay? If you're pro-life, but you have a great argument as to why you're pro-life and you do what you got to do to believe in that and to protest and do this and that, I don't agree with you at all. And I'm, I'm making that be known right now. I don't agree with you as a pro-lifer. Okay, mm-hmm. but I respect you as a pro-lifer. Okay, but if you're pro-choice and you're fucking giving me good reasons as to why you're pro-choice and you're standing up for it and you're taking the time to go vote whenever there's shit going on in Lubbock as to certain things, then I respect you for that choice. Same reason that I never have never had a problem with the kneeling and especially when Kaepernick did that because he was the first one, right? Yeah. I had so well, much if, respect in for a football him. game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had so much respect for him for doing that because he knew going into that he was going to get negative connotations to it. But he didn't care. He said, this is what I believe in, and I've chose a platform, and I have to make it be known. How can you disrespect somebody like that? Do you know the uh, the story behind where he went from sitting on the bench during the National Anthem no, to the point where he was kneeling during the National Anthem? No, because until about three minutes ago, I never knew it started off with him sitting on the bench. Yeah. I thought that he kneeled to begin with. So please, Mm-mm. please educate me. Okay, I, I wish, like, I knew we were going to talk about this and I could have, like, had better details about it. The kneeling started with a conversation he had with a former Marine okay, and about how Marines... Jesus Christ. Uh, this is a game changer that no one wants you to know. Continue. Yeah, about how Marines uh, acknowledge a passing of uh, a, a fellow serviceman, yeah. which is, uh, I think, as they are passed by, like in, in their coffin with mm-hmm. the flag and stuff, Marines will kneel or service members will kneel and okay. feel free. I, I may not have the details right. Yeah, honestly, like. But Jeremy the idea or is here. Jeremy Arnold, Brad Beal, correct us if we're wrong, but yeah. Yeah, uh, he had a specific conversation with a marine. This is information you can find on the internet with Absolutely. just a basic Google search. Sure. The marine told him, "Look, it's in. If you if this is really what you want to do, it's in your best interest to kneel rather than to sit." Wow. Uh, and and that's how we in the military. Uh, acknowledge the uh, passing of a fellow service member. Why? See, that that kind of fucking pisses me off that you just told me that. Okay, it gets buried, man. That's not what everybody wants to hear. That has a problem with him specifically. Because here's the argument that I have heard the most over. What's it been? Five years? Four years? Uh, it's roughly, been more roughly. like six or seven or eight. Okay. 
the majority of people who have a problem with this are these so-called patriotic Americans, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't see me, but Mark did. I did the quotes, okay? And the problem they have with this is like, if you want to protest, you're more than welcome to, but don't you dare disrespect my flag and don't you dare disrespect my national anthem. I'm talking like that because it's usually those kind of jackasses that say that stuff, okay? Yeah. But they're saying is, is that don't disrespect my family members and blah, 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 who have fought and died or just fought to serve our, our, our country, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more with that. Like, don't disrespect those people, right? And for the record, I have never, and quote me on this, I have never seen a serviceman, whether in uniform or the, the old school hats that say like Vietnam vet, to where mm-hmm. I haven't gone out of my way to shake their hand and tell them thank you. I always make sure I do that, okay? And I've taught my kids the same way. So I'm not making fun of people who say that. I just can't stand that shit. So the reason I even bring that up, Mark, is because when you when you say that it was a Marine that said that, like the argument of don't disrespect the servicemen is a fucking moot point at this point, right? Because it's a serviceman that told them, hey, here's how you can gain attention towards this. Yes. I never knew that, and that kind of pisses me off even more than that. Because... Uh, like you said, it's like we hear what we want to hear, what we say when he's what's sexy that he's doing that and a serviceman requested it, or that he's doing that and everybody's gonna hate him because he's disrespecting America. No, he's not. Right? Correct. When I heard that interview that he did, that was kind of a part of what I was okay, saying. Let me say this real quick before please, you go any further. Please, please, please. Retired Army Green Beret Nate Boyer is the man beret. who he had the conversation with. Uh, and that was just a basic just a Colin Kaepernick Marine conversation. That's all you Googled. Uh, Googled yeah. He and it Googled wasn't even a Marine. He was a, seconds, just yeah, like. Green Beret. There you go. Go find it. Well, and, and I was hearing him, and that's what uh, Kaepernick was saying. He's like, guys, listen, I love America. Nothing against America. I knew what I was doing, and I knew what I was going to do was piss people off. But that's what he said is, I have a platform. I saw an opportunity to gain awareness to a cause that I believed in, knowing that it may come back and bite me in the ass. This dude knew what was what his future could bring, and he still fucking did it. Yeah. Regardless of what the majority of Americans thought, or the world, or whatever, right? How do you not respect that guy? Because he goes against what you believe in? This is me shrugging my shoulders. Yeah, this goes, goes against what you believe in. That's nonsense to me. Well, the only thing we you, either, should, you either believe in that First Amendment or you don't, and yeah. it's... Cut and dry to me. The only thing we should care about with Colin Kaepernick is... Ask me if I think Alex Jones should have been deplatformed from uh, all the platforms that were carrying his podcast. Hey, do you think Alex Jones should have been deplatformed? Absolutely not. Right? Even though I don't gr- agree with a lick of what he says. He's standing up for what he believes in. He, he has the, right he has the shit, opportunity right? to, to, yeah, to put that stuff out. Joe Rogan as well. Say, yes, and I tried to get y'all to come do a podcast I over that. I showed up. I could not make it. Uh, that no. I kept waiting for that uh, interview to be released. No, we were going to do it, and uh, I decided. like It was a Friday. I, I didn't think the topic was going to carry over through the weekend, and then something else <laughs> happened with Joe Rogan. Yeah, it would have like, would have still been relevant. Yeah. It would have still been relevant, but I, I wish now we had talked about yeah. it. You have a platform, and you can use it. And I agree with you on that point of we're Americans. Do you believe we have the right to freedom of speech, or do you not? Because if you're going to sit here and tell me we have the right to freedom of speech, then you better sure as fuck respect what Colin Kaepernick did. Yep. 
It's that simple. Do you have to agree with Colin, what Colin Kaepernick did? Not and at support all. It? No. But and you are you have. allotted the the right to voice that disagreement? Absolutely. Yes. I'm. The, and I, yeah. I'm indifferent to what he did. It didn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. I can't imagine state. being that bothered by something a professional athlete is doing anyway. Yeah, I couldn't like two shits, man. And this is. I'm going to kind of drift off topic here for a second. Like the world of professional sports specifically, uh, how John Q public wants to draw a direct line between what happens with John Q public and professional athletics. There is no direct line. Those two things are completely different entities. You know, uh, if you get a, a football player who gets arrested for DUI, <coughs> That team may cut him. He ends up signing with another team three weeks later and, and ends up playing four games for him and yeah. might make a difference. You see lots of people uh, say, well, you know, well, if I got arrested for DUI, I'd be, uh, you know, I'd lose my job. Well, guess what? You can't run a 4 3 40. No, fucking like, shit. Let's don't would. fucking kid ourselves here, okay? <laughs> it is not a direct correlation. It is not apples to apples. That was so good. Cut that shit yes. off right now. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares, Steve in accounting, okay? <laughs> Let it go, man. Steve in accounting. It's so true, though. It's like, so true. Professional athletics is its own business, like its own entity. The, the same rules don't apply yep. that apply to you. It's different and it's just different. And is it fair? Maybe, maybe. Not. Okay. That's now that you've said that. Okay. I, I saw, uh, and I saw you engage in a post, I guess it was last <laughs> week or 10 days ago or so. The university of Texas. Okay. Thank you. During baseball season is going to get 34 of their games broadcast their baseball yeah. games on ESPN and yeah. tech will have zero. None. Uh, number one, okay. University of Texas has their own athletic broadcast yeah, they network. network. They have time. They have to fill. Mm-hmm. There is no way around that. Okay. No ifs, ands, or buts. Number two, we are not, Texas Tech is not playing on the same business model that the University of Texas is playing on. Let's don't kid ourselves. Now you're talking about like I saw so many posts about it's bullshit. Like are are those athletic are those baseball teams equal in the last five or six years? No, absolutely not. Texas Tech is way better. That's not what it's about. It's about business and money. So you're talking about filling time. University of Texas as a whole as a business. Texas Tech University as a whole, not UT baseball in 2002. Correct. It will never be an equal playing field for the two of those universities ever, ever. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. You need to hear that. It's not ever going to be fair. Go get a helmet and a flashlight period. You know, that's not, that's not a bad argument. Cause like, okay, here's a perfect example of why I like, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. Even though I was the one saying, fuck this shit, this is bullshit. Right. But I'm also a tech baseball fan, not a UT baseball fan. Right. And it comes down to fandom. So people, we go to Vegas a lot, right? This is just an example I'm going to use. Kenneth, Cassandra, and Cassie always joke and say, I'm the social butterfly. I could talk to a fucking tree stump. And I always tell them, oh, cool, maybe I'll start a podcast. That'd be a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) 
reason I bring that up is, is when we wind up in the Ubers, I can't just sit in the back of an Uber and not talk. I usually want to sit in the front, but if I'm in the back, I'm going to chat this guy up for the yeah. 20 minutes that we're getting from point A to point B, okay? So the easiest conversation is, is where are you from? That's always, the, I do that at work too, to 100% of my patients that are verbally able to speak. Where are you from? I don't really care, but that's a great conversation piece, okay? People ask me in Vegas, or where are you from? I say Lubbock, and I always get that concerned look, like not concerned, but that confused look. And so I always use, oh, well, have you heard of Texas Tech University? Because to me, I'm in Lubbock. Who hasn't heard of Texas Tech University? Right. Leave it's Texas. You know yeah. how many people don't know what Texas Tech University is? Pretty much everybody. Lots. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Las Vegas and hop at an Uber and say, have you heard of Texas yeah. Tech University? Those guys are going to say, either they're going to say no, or they're going to say, didn't y'all do something in basketball a couple years ago? I swear to God, those are the only two answers you're going to get. Really? Okay. And it, it, it's funny that you even bring that up because to, to me, people should know who Texas Tech baseball is. I'm a season ticket holder. I love it. I've got the personal tie, the amount. Like, it's so cool, right? But I'm glad that you said that to me because, like, now I can shut the fuck up and move on about Tech not getting the ESPN <laughs> games. It is a valid point because if mm-hmm. I were to go to 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 Vegas and hop in the same Uber with the same Uber driver, right, and say I'm from Austin, he's going to go, oh, yeah, UT? There's no doubt about it. Everyone in the United States knows who UT is because of the global brand, right? Yeah. Okay. Fantastic argument. You just put me in my place inadvertently. We weren't even planning on that. Good, good argument. I, like I didn't mean that. to, but like no, 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 it, no. it, it will like never that. be equal. Like they will never be on an equal playing field as far as a business a business model, yeah. uh, broadcast oriented, you know, eyeball oriented. Sure. On the field, that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a money perspective, Texas Tech will never. So it's like, okay, if be I'm able from to catch up. ESPN Period. and I'm needing, like, <clears throat> I'm only going to be successful if I can bring in viewers. Because bringing in viewers is going to bring in commercials. Bringing in commercials is going to bring me money. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. all it boils down to. Exactly. If UT is playing. UT has the biggest athletic budget of any NCAA school in the country. Is that a fact? Period. That is a fact. Wow. Someone you can't in, argue with that. In Washington <laughs> State. What are you going to do? Yeah, if UT, That's why they have their own network. UT baseball's playing. Someone in Washington State's probably going to be able to watch. Even if it's just one. Like someone's watching that game, right? Somebody somewhere. Yeah. Texas Tech is probably going to be more locally viewed in the southern states, right? In in our yeah. little area. And especially if we're talking about no. baseball. Base, college baseball is not a widely viewed no, athletic not. product until you get to college World Series. Omaha. Yeah. When there are eight teams left. Yep. Even the the early rounds no, and the, the super regionals. regionals. Supers is only the only the only people you're getting watching are people. I don't watch supers for any team other than ten. You might find one person out of every hundred who could name one college baseball player. Period. Yeah, I don't think that's uh that's and, a, and that might sure. be a huge uh, overreach on my, on my behalf. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you brought that up. I don't mind. It, it's just not yeah. the the eyeball because grabber that football and from, basketball from, are. From, like you said, and I like that the business standpoint. Yeah. The brand really. It's the brand. The Longhorn and the ugliest orange. And I'm not saying that because I'm not a fan of UT. I think it's an ugly pillar. Yeah, God, I hate them. The orange and the white. 
It's a but it will never be an equal playing field ever, 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 ever. Okay. And we just, like lots of things in life are not fair and equal. Period. Sure. Yeah. Just accept it Suck and move it up on. And deal with it, right? Yeah. Okay. I like that. Quit holding celebrities to a fucking like. If you like this athlete for what he does on the field, we'll leave it there. So when that game is over, that's all we should He's a super good football player. Yep. Because typically you're either a super good football player or you do a lot of good work in your community. <laughs> Very rarely do those two things intertwine. Yeah. And same same with uh, um, with actors. And, and, and Sure. You know, I think it's the same way. I will... All those people in the public eye are aware that they're in the public eye. And we've mm-hmm. talked about the J.J. Watt story on the football mm-hmm. podcast of Pick 4. Hard Knocks was at the Arizona Cardinals uh, training camp. They got footage of J.J. Watt staying late after practice a couple mm-hmm. of days. Yeah. And then once Hard Knocks quit paying attention to him staying late, he yeah. quit staying late. Yeah. Like, they are aware they're not stupid. Yes, that the camera is around and that they have a brand and an image to maintain. Yep. It's not a coincidence. It's so fucking true. It's weird to me, though, like, that we, we, and really not present company included, but everybody else, Americans as a whole, probably everybody, but we're just going to say Americans, hold celebrities to a higher standpoint than we hold ourselves, right? Yeah, like why would you do that? It's never, it's never an equal comparison. You know, people, uh, movie stars are like their own. It's like a completely different planet, and a completely different economic model. Mm -hmm. Professional athletes, it's a completely different planet on an with a completely different economic model. Yep. 99.999% of the rest of America operate. Well, that's not right. 99% of America, because we're talking about, we want to exclude one percenters, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys already know my political affiliations here. Uh, uh, It's it's never an equal comparison. 99% of the population go to work every day. Yep. Have to have to go to work every we day. We work for livings. Yeah. Yes, to provide for your family, to yep. provide food, shelter, utilities, your stuffs. Why would you not be proud of you and your family's accomplishments? Yep. Rather than wearing the jersey of a twenty-year-old kid at the local university who plays football, wear your own jersey. You know, it's funny. Wear the Griffith brand. Wear the Youngblood brand. I think it's... Right now, being that we're from Lubbock, Texas, right? And the things that are going on in Texas Tech basketball are so cool. Like, And I'm not a basketball fan. I've made that very known to anybody who knows me. I don't care for basketball. I've been trying to watch some games. I can talk about it a second ago. But seeing the success and the recent years of success under Chris motherfucking Beer, who started this whole program, <laughs> and fuck everyone who doesn't believe in that. And, and I think it's so cool that it's continued this year. Um, it's cool to watch. Like, and it's cool to be a part of and, like, whatever, right? It's, it's neat. You're excited, mm-hmm. right? But like you said, and I don't know if I ever even thought about it. It's not that I was against anything you said, but you said on a podcast four or five months ago on your own platform at the pick four 
exactly what you just said. Like, don't wear the jersey of another human being, whatever. Be proud of yourself. It bothered the fuck out of me. And I told you this. I think it was off air, but it doesn't matter. Because there's only one jersey that I own. It's David Ortiz. Mm-hmm. And then I told you that. And I was like, I fucking love David Ortiz. Like, that dude, everything he represents is something that puts a big-ass smile on my face. And you asked me, when was the last time you wore that jersey? And I was like, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years ago? I sit in my closet. You said, thank you. Then what are we arguing? Yeah. You're not, you're not wearing the jersey. <laughs> that means you have to give it away or burn it. And I was like, oh, great fucking point. So, I be proud of what's going on for tech. If you're a tech fan, or even more so, which I'm not, but like a Texas Tech alum. Alum, especially. How cool is that? Like, you're which is the whole reason Mahomes was there the other day. Like he's an, an alum and like all these people that I know of my age or their parents and stuff going to these games are probably alum. And that that's so cool. And I hope it continues. I hope every single year people know the Jones or the, not the Jones, what's it called? The spirit arena is yeah. one of the hardest places to play in the, the United States, which it is right now. Like that's pretty damn cool. Right now. Be proud of that. Be proud of that. But at the end of the day, they're just children. They're kids. Still. Yeah. I don't know, and I'm going to be honest with you, okay, if I love the fact that you pointed that out to me or if I fucking hate you for pointing that out. And you didn't point it out to me. You pointed it out to all your listeners when I was listening that day. Yeah. But it did kind of change my perspective, and I'm like, holy shit, though. Like, that's so true, though. Like, not only are they just athletes and they're basketball players who have done very well, they're just kids, too. Like. They're just kids. And not only are they... I'm not saying I don't enjoy it and I'm so fucking proud of them. And like Kevin O'Banner the other day, like I'm I'm learning kids' names now mm-hmm. <laughs> for tech. Scored like 23 points in the second half. That was fucking cool to watch. Like good for this kid. He's just a kid though. Fasom. Their kids like... what's Subway, I'd be like, hey man, good game. Pound what's them, their them. loyalty to life here after they leave? They're gone. I mean... You know, some of those guys give to the Alumni Association. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't. You know, sometimes they leave on bad terms. Yeah. I would, last time I knew, Zach Thomas was not a huge uh, contributor. He didn't see fit to, like, share a bunch of money with the, uh, with the scholarship program. Yeah. 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 So, you know, the, these kids aren't. Local kids, for the most part. Every once in a while, you get some local kids here. I can think here. of one in the last... You know, Eric, Donnie Hart, Eric Morris, yeah. you know, a handful of, like, local kids. Well, and that badass basketball player, what was his name? Culver? Yeah, Derek Culver. Who uh, else? Yeah, that's it. That's all you got. So, you know, it, it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. Uh, the university uses these kids for their athletic talent. The kids use the university for... Their personal gain to go to the next Personal gain. Right? Yeah, I was going to say monetary gain. That's just recently. Uh, personal gain is a better, a better phrase. Um, I agree, though. And, and I, I can't. As a you know, 46-year-old middle-aged dude in Texas, mm-hmm. I can't imagine sort of idolizing an 18- or 19-year-old kid who's it's a little odd when you like, think it. Like, it just feels right? out of whack. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's not to say, and like, I don't want people being pissed off and like, yo, don't fucking support. How excited are you that Tech is doing that good? It's a nationally known program today in basketball. For someone it's a big who's deal. a big Tech fan, right? And was growing up and like, you enjoy Texas Tech. It's not cool. Not, not cool, right? Like, you enjoy it. Sure. There's nothing bad you can say that they're nationally known 
in their basketball program. Good and for stuff those happens. That follow college baseball. They're nationally known in the baseball program. Good right? stuff happens when your university teams win. Yep. Okay. Yep. The first, you know, let's go down the the line, you know, three or four years, and let's say Tech basketball is now five hundred. And a bubble team, if that, for the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Are we getting 12,000 people in the arena? No, we're not even getting an ESPN game. No. Okay? No. Couldn't agree more. You know, we're just... Everybody's emotions and, and, and optimism right now are super high for the football team because we've got a new football coach. He just, <laughs> just got elected to the Why high school up, uh, yeah. football hall of fame Yeah, you know, for... Uh, here, saw, here in the state, someone posted something the other day, Mark. We have, we haven't God even stepped on the field yet. I laughed so hard at this post. Okay, like losing our mind yeah. about so Joe like, McGuire. The other day, right? <laughs> just, and I'm don't sorry. talk to me about recruiting. Tech football fucking sucks, and that's what I was gonna get <laughs> Come at. Come on. So they're like they're saying they're number two recruiting. <laughs> For Sorry. 2023, not, not even 2022. <laughs> okay, yes, for not number. this next year, but the year after that. We're the number two recruiting class, right? <laughs> right now, okay. Jesus, when was the last time you got excited for Tech football? I, I think I've said this before. I haven't watched four quarters of a Tech football game since they got their head chopped off in the Red Wings <laughs> game against Kansas State like seven or eight years ago. Dude, I saw that post and I just like. I don't even know who posted it, but I just wanted to go and give that guy a hug and be like, come on, man. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Someone had posted the other day. I said the other day. It's the beginning of basketball season. So Joe McGuire just just transferred from Baylor over to Tech, right? And he showed up at a basketball game, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. We were even planning on talking about this, but I can't. Like, this is legit me laughing out loud, okay? Of course, he's at the basketball game. He just signed on with Tech. They gave him the mic. He comes on in between quarters, right? Woo! Fuck yeah, ready to be at Tech. You know, he's hyping everybody up. People were going fucking crazy all over fucking Facebook. And <laughs> hell yeah, he was clearly the right hire. The right hire. Look at the energy he brings to Tech. I'm like, this dude hasn't even. Okay, for, he probably hasn't had a team meeting yet. He doesn't know his players. We have no fucking clue how he's going to be as a head coach. Let him play for two or three coach for two or three years, and then we can say if he's the right guy. If you're telling me right now that the guy for the job is the guy that got people to clap and stand up and cheer at the basketball game, why are you a fan of any sport ever? Yeah, you know, uh, it sounds like I'm talking shit about Tech a lot. I love Texas Tech. I love Tech too. Like I would love for Tech to be good all the time. It would be great. Yeah, sure. I think I'm just a. I have a lot more realistic. Same. Look. I used to not. When I was younger, I, tech was the best <laughs> yeah. thing since last spring. Now I'm real. Remember how excited everybody was when... Uh, this is a whole other conversation. Okay, so Mike Leach was here for a long time, did great. Yeah, sure. Was fired under some odd circumstances, and they hire Cliff Kingsbury. No. Oh, Tuberville. Tom, yeah, Tommy Tuberville, which... I didn't think that was ever a good idea. I hated that guy. He's proved continues continues to prove to be an idiot. By the way, (laughs) exactly. Uh, Okay, he leaves, and then they hire Cliff Kingsbury. How high 
were emotions when Cliff Kingsbury was hired? Can I answer that question? Uh, uh, that's why I asked you the question. I would love an answer. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Yes, you can, okay. because you, I asked you the question. You're allowed to answer when I ask you, sir. You've been to the football stadium, right? Uh, yes. Prior to Cliff Kingsbury, there was an east side and a west side of the stadium, correct? Correct. Post-Cliff Kingsbury, it's almost a bowl there. Okay, so to answer your question on how high were people, whatever they had, they fucking built almost a bowl. They added all they of did. the seats. That wasn't for the goddamn players. That was because Cliff Kingsbury was here. Yeah. Continue. And how did it go? Shit. Everybody, like, you have expectation. The hope is what kills you. Okay. Drop you some Ted Lasso there. You have to be able to temper expectations, man. Like, everybody's super jacked up right now because Tech won the bowl game uh, against Mississippi State, against the coach that used to coach here. That's fine and great. They hired oh, Joey McGuire, who was at Baylor and who everybody loves, and it was just elected to the Texas High School Sports Hall of Fame. Congratulations. They have a terrific recruiting class <laughs> two years from now. <laughs> and I, I am a huge purveyor of, I don't give a flying shit about recruiting <laughs> until those guys walk out on the field and start playing football. Yeah. I don't care about how many stars you got. I don't care about who thing. thinks you you're know, hot shit you where. You those stars mean? Those are to grab media's attention. And oh to my god! In this yes, ego. please stop. I don't give a fuck about recruiting ever. Anything, whatever. So stupid. Great. You are hot shit, according to Rivals.com. I don't care. <laughs> Show up and play your sport, and then we'll give you stars, and we'll okay. see how that really translates. Does the name Maverick MacGyver mean anything to you? No. Okay. Let me tell you why it should, based off of what we're talking about. Let's wrap my ear. Maverick MacGyver, I don't know where he's from. He's from some small town, Texas. Uh, actually, JP can tell you where he's from. He's, I don't think he's from JP's hometown, but somewhere close to it to where there's like that cool connection. He's from like a town of like 500 people. The next best thing to happen to college football quarterbacks was Maverick MacGyver, right? Okay. Tech snagged this fucking kid up real quick, early recruiting, did their job. This is with uh, Matt Wells, right? He's going to be the next best thing to happen. He's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes and Graham Harrell, right? Okay. You just told me you don't even know who the fuck he is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I know, know. like whether you watch Tech football or not, you can keep up with him up to no names, right? Usually, yeah. Okay. It's so funny, but the reason he was had all this hype is because of this stupid-ass four-star, five-star, dumb-ass shit that they have. He comes to Tech. I think he played like a couple quarters last year, didn't do a damn thing, and they moved on to the third-string quarterback, which moved on to the fourth-string quarterback because everybody was injured. <laughs> Maverick McGriver, you'd never heard of, right? Nothing against this kid. Like, more power to him. I hope he has a wonderful fucking life ahead of him. But it's because of Rivals.com and this badass five-star recruit that everybody was excited about. You don't know who this kid is. I have no idea who Maverick McGovern is. No. Well, you know, that should prove right there. Yeah, the, I brought this topic up to say we shouldn't hold celebrities up to a high standard. And we're talking about little look where we've gone. Yeah. kids. <laughs> these poor little kids. Well, whatever. I love your standpoint on it. Like, we don't need to hold these kids. I, I, can I burst your bubble for a minute, too, I though? I love you, too. Okay. You brought up the David Ortiz deal, right? Mm -hmm. And for the most part, I agree. I think David Ortiz, 
uh, is a pretty genuine dude. Absolutely. Who I would assume he is, was yeah. invested in the team who he is that player, yeah. invested in him because he was a twin before he was a Red Sox. Exactly. Um, and there was a particular love affair between the two of them. I get it. Absolutely. Okay. For as cool a dude as he was, and I, I was all on board with the this is our fucking city thing. That was the best speech. This is it was awesome. fucking city. Okay. Google that speech if you don't know what we're talking about from the, the Boston Marathon. Ball. Also, who popped a PED test during the survey period? <laughs> yeah, of course you did. You never <laughs> know these dudes on a personal level. Okay. <laughs> so David Ortiz... For as much as we love him, still had his own flaws. Like, well, everybody's well, got their shit, man. Okay, but I, I, I agree to disagree on that one. He had his flaw. No, he fucking didn't. He was doing what everybody else should have been doing. Everyone else. That's did. my argument too. Yeah, everybody was doing everybody. I loved, I loved what you said on. I think it was on Twitter not too long ago about this whole fucking thing. The baseball writers' the why association. I'm about this right now. And the only reason it's on your mind. Is because the Hall of Fame announcement was two weeks ago, and who did not make it to the Hall of Fame? Barry, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, all those guys Bonds. again. It the is stupid. Best hitter in the history of baseball, the one ever fucking. Before he ever took a steroid, he was already had Hall of Fame numbers. Hundred percent, he did. All time home run record holder, single season home run record holder, one of the best players to ever play the fucking game. Right? He got walked with the bases loaded. <laughs> what more can you say about a guy? <laughs> Buck Walter said, we're going to walk that guy and give up a run so that we might not give up so four. So we don't give up four runs. Yeah. Why is he not in the Hall of Fame? For I don't reason, fucking no, no, get it. the question. Why is he not? Because he was on steroids, right? Allegedly. Did he ever fail a test? I don't know. Did he he not? did not, but by the way. Funny, but you made the valid point of who is in the Hall of Fame. Andy Pettit. David Ortiz. There is. A, yeah. All of, everybody <laughs> was doing it in the late 90s, in the early 2000s. I don't even, personally, if they were all shooting up the Hitters, pitchers, bullpen catchers, they were all doing it. Yep. Jason Grimsley, was, who started all of this bullshit yeah. by being the rat, yeah. who was a low-level, you know, middle-inning relief guy, right. was using PEDs. And then got busted and fucking ratted. And you know ratted everybody up. He was a fucking relief pitcher. <laughs> Andy Pettit got busted, admitted doing it. Yeah. And everybody moved on. It's yep. fine and great. Yeah, absolutely. I don't get it. Well, I agree with you. And it's it's fucking stupid. Barry Bonds, if anyone deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, it's him. I don't care if a shit what he was doing illegally, right? We went and saw them play. I was 20 years old. We went to uh, Arizona to watch the Red Sox play the Diamondbacks in a three-game series. But the day before, they were playing the San Francisco Giants. And my dad, huge Barry Bonds fan. Right? And this mm-hmm. is like when you said mama for it, steroids were everything, high numbers. That's when Bobby became a big, big fan of them. So he's like, I got to see him, this guy play. So we got tickets. We set... In uh, left field, dude, we were fucking two feet from this guy. It was amazing. Like you could hear what he was saying in the outfield. Yeah, and it was it was, it was hilarious because everybody's razzing him. One guy had like a 
a stuffed animal type thing, but it was a syringe they threw at him. So stupid. The guy got kicked out, but even Bonds like took it. He's like, whatever. Like he could joke with himself. It was pretty cool the way he handled it. But like to be able to see that guy play live was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't give a shit if you're doing steroids or not. Steroids do not do shit for hand-eye coordination. To be able to hit a hundred hour fastball, steroids don't do shit. If you for that. took a a, a a poll of dudes who really knew about baseball, who was the best defensive left fielder? Probably ever to step out there. If it's not him, he's in the conversation. Absolutely. And that has yes. nothing to do with PEDs. <laughs> so you mean to tell me if I get some some liquid and put it in my ass twice a week, I can catch a fly ball and read the fucking, <laughs> read the, the, the physics of it a little bit better? That's what the Baseball Writers of America will tell you, Why do they that vote? he cheated. Why do they vote? Come on. Because they're a bunch of horses' asses who... But what you said was on this post the other day is you, you actually used David Ortiz as an example. You said, why the fuck, or whatever, is David Ortiz in the Hall of Fame and not Barry Bonds? It's a very... Yeah. And I love that comparison because I'm looking at both of them as offensive players, right? Yes, absolutely. And their numbers are comparable. Barry Bonds is way better. But, you know, like, David Ortiz doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. But we're going based on the reason David Ortiz got voted in is because of who he is as a guy, right? He's a dude's dude. Yeah, and Barry Bonds always had a problem with media guys. Always. Yeah. And kind of was an asshole. And that was just understood that that was his personality. So the baseball guys continually, like, poked at him and just sort of exacerbated the problem. Who? Question. Baseball trivia. Who was the first player in the history of the Hall of Fame to get a unanimous vote in the Hall of Fame? Uh, it was actually fairly recent. Mar- no. Yep. Oh, it, was it really? What? Was it Mariano Rivera? It was. Okay. How fucking stupid is that? Okay, I'm not saying that dude doesn't deserve 100% votes, because if you say he doesn't, then don't talk to me. Yeah, right? agreed. You're going to tell me that before him, Cal Ripken motherfucking Jr. Didn't That's the problem, it. right? Ken Griffey Jr. doesn't deserve 100. Ty Cobb. I mean, Babe Ruth. Sandy Koufax. What are we Come doing on. here? Yeah. Somebody always gets to hold a grudge. And I think you and I talked about this when we used to work together fucking 15 years ago is, you know, there's that piece of shit. He's like, hell yeah, I'm voting no just to piss me Yes, out. exactly. He's still gonna exactly. Get in. I know he's still going to get in, but I'm going to say no just it's to piss ridiculous. So, it's ridiculous. Where, where, where did this conversation go? I don't, where did we, yeah. How did we even arrive here? Well, I mean, I dare anyone to fucking argue what we're saying, though. They can't. I had a, a perfect, funny thing I was going to say, and then I got got off on the, uh, oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. God damn it. As I said, oh, it went away. We were talking about David Ortiz. We were talking about stories. We were talking about things that said. It was just the other day. Shit, it was so good. It was so fucking good. Speeches. <laughs> Damn it, man. That's why I have no problem interrupting. Like, if I have a good point, I'm going to... Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> because I know it's going to escape me later. Oh, so, so <laughs> My recall's horrible. We were talking about Mariano Rivera. We were talking about all the baseball studs. I swear to God, it has something to do with speech. I'm so upset with myself. I got nothing. I wish I could help, but well, I got nothing. It's on the tip of my tongue, and it was something with Ortiz, and I know we're talking about this is our fucking city. Oh, I sent this video to you and Ty. 
you know, both watched it. I hope because y'all liked it on Instagram. But it was so funny. I just got to share this quick story, and I don't care. Oh, we're wrapping it up. But Dustin it, Pedroia. It's hilarious. Yes. Yes. So, my favorite baseball player of all time, and I don't think whatever top it's going to be Dustin Pedroia. Okay. For many reasons. The main reason that I always liked Dustin Pedroia is I didn't. I wasn't a big baseball guy. Like, I loved baseball, but I wasn't any good. Like, I played through freshman year, but I was always a second baseman, right? Mm-hmm. Dustin Pedroia, second baseman. What I really loved about him is, you know how tall that dude is? It's like 5'8", right? Yeah, he's tiny. I think yeah. he's like 5'6". Uh, super short guy. I'm a super short guy. His work ethic, teammates have always said he's always, like, your typical first to show, last to leave. Um, when he was still playing, he had a high rise that overlooked Fenway Park. That way, he could walk to the stadium. And he made sure he was the first one there, last to leave, right? Okay. Um, so he was telling this funniest story. They were like in some interview panel or whatever, talking about Ortiz. <laughs> so he says that somebody walks up. I think it was a, a teammate, or not a teammate, uh, an opposing player or something says. They walk up to Dustin Bajoya and they're like, "What's up, Pee Wee?" No, 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 no. They said, "What's up? Uh, what's up, Dustin?" And so Ortiz walks up to Dustin Bajoya, dead fucking serious, and he says, "He says, the fuck did he just call you?" Like he's almost pissed. <laughs> and Dustin Bajoya looks at David Ortiz and he's like, "You call me Dustin?" <laughs> he's like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "Yeah, he called me. He called me Dustin. Like I don't understand what the problem is." He's like, Thought your name was Pee Wee. Dustin Petroya looks at David Ortiz. Which is the most David Ortiz thing ever, right? (laughs) And he says, you mean to tell me you think that my parents had a baby and looked at me and said, we think this kid's name should be Pee Wee? (laughs) I'm sure he said, have you seen you? (laughs) (laughs) Thought your name was Pee Wee. And so he says, you mean that we played together for years together? Yeah, like a decade. We just met yesterday. Yesterday, right? He's like, for these last eight, nine, ten years that we played together, and on the announcements, yes. <laughs> it didn't strike a bell when they said, up to bat next, number 15, Dustin Pedroia, didn't ring a bell. <laughs> He's like, I thought your name was Pee Wee, man. It's crazy. Uh, you know, as, as fans and as like just regular people, as you think back like in your time, in sports like you remember people's names and circumstances and 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 how things played out you hear stories a lot of pro athletes who it's like it just it didn't i don't want to say it didn't matter but the minutiae just the tiniest stuff that didn't have something directly to do with them in in a moment they just were oblivious to absolutely they they would have no idea that <laughs> your second baseman's name is actually Dustin, Dustin and not Pee Wee uh, I'm sure there are a hundred stories like that about absolutely. Manny Ramirez oh, that guy was God. a kook what a kook yeah right like I'm sure he didn't know most guys names he's probably the only player in baseball history as an outfielder to cut off a play going home. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. remember that play? Yeah. The dumbest fucking play. Earl Weaver play. used to be the head coach of, of uh, the Baltimore Orioles in their heyday in the 70s. There's a famous story of uh, they're getting ready to play. They're playing the national anthem. One of the bat boys walks through the dugout, and Earl Weaver's like sitting on the bench. And, and they're like, uh, Coach, aren't you going to stand up? And he's like, kid, we do this every day. Like, <laughs> just 
it's not cool yeah, anymore. It's not, it's not a big deal, man. I'm over like, it. <laughs> like, it's just stories of guys that it just didn't, stuff didn't matter. Like, that's hilarious. It, it boils down to like particular moments in, in huge situations. Yep. That's fucking And just hilarious. the day to day stuff <laughs> didn't, didn't matter and didn't stick. You mean to tell me you thought my parents named me Peewee? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm so fucking glad you came over. I've been needing a podcast. On top of that, I've been needing to shoot the shit with you. Why not hit record? Dude, we got wound up there for a yeah. little while. And I, I really hope. Or half of us did anyway. <laughs> I feel like I got loud in spots there. I really hope some people fucking got annoyed, but listen to the whole thing. They could message me. Hopefully. Text me or whatever. Hey, you got a problem with what we said? You're, this is an open invitation for you to come on the podcast and rebuttal with us. I That's right. Shit. Let's go. Thanks for coming. This is a good one. I think we're at least going to be semi back. I'm not saying we're back, but you know, y'all pay attention. You're back when you're back. I hope if you subscribe, if you subscribe, you'll know I have a new episode because it's going to pop up on your phone that morning. That's right. Um, of course, follow me on stupid ass Facebook and all that shit. And I'll, I'll post whenever I got a new one. And this has been a good one. I hope y'all agree, but I kind of hope y'all disagree with the majority of the shit we say. There's a lot more stuff that, as I look back now, that I wanted to bring up about the NFL and mm-hmm. well, you national did anthem say, stuff. You, and you said, hey, I got something to tell you about the NFL, but yeah, and all that means is I guess you'll have to come back. Yeah, we'll, we'll do another one another time about that back. stuff. All right, guys, y'all be safe. Love you all. Peace out. Ty, we wish you were here. I know you just sent a text. You guys don't even know how jealous I am that y'all are podcasting. Say something cool about me, you assholes. I'm going to tell you, the best story I have about Mr. Ty King is when Tyler Lyons threw a football and hit you square in the (laughs) fucking balls. And you said, oh! And you kept filming. I'll never forget that moment as long as I'm alive. Love you, Ty. I wish you were here. You were invited. But you're not, you haven't even landed yet. You're still an hour He's and a half from landing. Probably in the air still. That's yeah. why you're not here. Love you, buddy. Shout out Ty. Y'all go check out his podcast. Check out Mark's podcast, Pick Four Podcast, whenever it's available. Check out my podcast whenever it's available. We will see you. See you there or see you on another time.